Hello friends, a very warm welcome. This is Ishant on behalf of Edureka and today we will be discussing about threads in Java. Now threads is something which is uh, one of the most important topics in Java and uh, you must have some you know hands-on specialization in this uh, topic. So let's see what we got for the day. So you wanna see what is a Java thread, what is the life cycle, how we can create a thread, what is this main thread in an application in Java course? Then we'll see multi-threading in action. And lastly, we'll uh, see what exactly is this thread pool. So to begin with, what is a Java thread? So guys, a Java thread is a lightweight sub-process. Now in an application, so we have one main thread. So when our application is uh, running, so operating system is going to create one process so same way over here java virtual machine will take care of your java applications so process would be created and each and every process will have a main thread so thread is a lightweight sub process so here it is the smallest independent unit of a program it contains a separate path of execution and every Java program will have at least one thread that is something known as the main thread. So main is nothing. It's an execution context where the certain jobs will be executed one after the other in a sequence. Now, if you want to create a thread in Java, so we got this thread API from the java.lang package itself. You need not to even import it. So it's by default in the lang package once we create a thread it will have a life cycle so how it's gonna work right so a thread can lie only in one of the shown states at any point of time so typically guys will have a thread with a state called new so when you create a thread its state is new then we move into the runnable then into the running and finally the thread will be terminated in between a thread can have the waiting state which can uh, iterate between your runnable and running. So let us have a look on to uh, individual states. What exactly is what state? So having a new state means that we are going to initiate a new object of a thread. You can even say that the thread is just born, right? It's just like creating an object of a thread in the memory. Thereafter, once a thread is created, we start the thread. So once we start the thread, the state is changed to the runnable state, right? So that it can run. And finally, your thread is now running. So running means it is executing a run method, which is the method we have to override from the thread class, right? And we even have the yield method that can send them to go back to the runnable state again. What is waiting state? When a thread enters a state, of inactivity so thread is uh, not performing any action it is waiting for some other thread to give back the data or it is sleeping or it is blocked at certain scenario or a use case so that is known as a waiting state your thread is not uh, currently resuming the tasks finally the thread is terminated so when your thread has completed its task right so it is terminated now let us take one example of uh, this thread consider that you are going to play one audio file in a media player right so let's say you have a media player and you're going to play an audio file now the moment you tap on the button 
to play that audio in your phone or in your uh, PC, right? So a new thread is created. And you see that finally the thread starts proceeding. So your song starts to play. So from the runnable, it enters into the running state and it keeps on running till the song is not finished, right? So that's like the terminated. So in between, you just go for the pause, right? That's like where your thread is now doing a wait operation. So when your song is automatically finished or you stop the song, that is the terminated state. So one of one of the just an analogy that how the thread is going to work for us. Same way, there can be a use case that you want to download some image from the server. Now, threads are typically used when we have to perform a long running operation, right? So there we create this thread. Downloading an image can be a long running operation because it is dependent on the network speed. Now, when you want to download an image, so you create a new thread. So in the background, what we will do is we'll start fetching the bytes from the server for the image, right? And uh, in the running state, your thread is continuously fetching the data. There can be a state called waiting. Let's say network connection has been disconnected. So our thread can wait until the network connection is you know re-established and terminated would be a state when the image is properly downloaded so a couple of examples demonstrating how the life cycle of the thread is supposed to be so now we will look into how we can create a thread so guys if you want to create a thread right you need to understand the reason why you want to create a thread so we by default will have a main thread in our application that is represented by the main method so what is a main thread right so uh, typically whenever you run your java application or any application you will write your code in the main method now the code in the main method is executed as a main thread itself right so main method will have the instructions written within it and all those instructions are being executed as a part of the main thread in a sequence one after the other now what will happen if you are going to do a long running operation within the main itself it can take time right so the below written instructions in the main method they will be blocked because of a long running job right now that is where your operating system it will start giving messages to the user that this application is not responding would you like to wait or kill this application so this is what we need to understand right so when we have long running operations we need not to put the load on the main method or the main thread we need to create a separate thread so that is what we are going to understand now so creating a thread is like what now we have two different ways by which we can create the thread either we extend from the thread or we can implement the runnable interface right so guys having a thread class so we'll we'll just say extends thread any class name extends thread you override the run method you create the object of your thread class and we invoke the start method which will internally execute the run method same way so here you can see a bit of code snippet coming in so there can be a class called my thread extending the thread we have a run method which will do some job and in the main method you create the object of the thread and you just say start so start method will internally execute the run method. The way we got thread class in a similar way, we do have something known as runnable. Now, many a times uh, we are already into inheritance, right? 
so let's say your class is inheriting some other class now it cannot inherit thread at the same time because multiple inheritance is not supported in java so what we got we got runnable interface so if you are already extending some class you cannot extend the thread class but we got a runnable interface which can be implemented rest of the structure remains the same right so you create you override the run method create the object of the class and invoke the start method so guys here we go right so your thread class will implement runnable so the next part over here is to differentiate between thread class and the runnable interface right so guys uh, there is some common things and some dissimilarities so over here in thread and in runnable so a unique object is created for both of the cases right so memory consumption of course increases because we have a separate thread running in the same process then class extending the thread cannot extend any other class because of the multiple inheritance but here runnable helps us to perform this same uh, use case so if you are already extending you can implement the runnable so thread class is extended only if there is a need of overriding the other methods of it so if you are actually inheriting the thread class so you might be looking forward to override its other methods as well but in case you don't want to do that runnable is the best use case right because runnable you can only uh, have this run method which you can override then having thread we got tight coupling and runnable is loose coupling so of course guys when you have a loose coupling dependencies they gets reduced and is a better use case to use so moving ahead now so i hope thread versus runnable is good to go we saw how to create a thread what is a thread and how it is helping the main thread to accomplish the jobs so what is this main thread once again main thread revisited guys main thread is the important or the most important part of any application or a java program so whenever you run your application your main thread is executed so every program will have this main thread and java main thread is needed so that we can spawn the child threads we can create child threads we can start them you you have seen that we created my task we started the my task right so it must be the last thread to finish the execution that is the main thread stops the program terminations so it's it's going to terminate the program so when your main thread is finished so it is basically a termination of your application itself right so java main thread guys uh, how it's going to work let's see that part now so typically jvm is going to start the main thread and some other daemon threads at the same time right so when you run your application the main thread and the daemon threads they are started by the jvm your main thread can further start multiple child threads for example child thread a child thread b and the threads can further start the other threads for example thread a can start the thread c so what is this daemon thread daemon thread is a thread which is going to be executed by the jvm whenever the application starts right it's going to initiate it's going to uh, execute the thread along with the main thread if you see uh, the image that is a bit about how the main thread is going to be executed so now next part is multi threading in java so typically multi threading begins when you have more than one thread in your process so of course if along with the main thread a new thread is getting into execution 
that is a perfect example of multi-threading itself but what we are going to do is we are going to take up some use case that in case there are a couple of threads or multiple threads other than the main thread so how they gonna work and what can be the uh, you know scenarios which we can observe when they are executed so what is multi-threading so guys multi-threading is the ability of a program to execute more than one threads concurrently where each thread is handling a different task at the same time right so that the available resources can be utilized in the most optimal manner so let's say there's a main thread and main thread is uh, going to start some uh, child threads and there can some switching between these child threads right because they are going to perform the jobs and your time slicing will be coming into the action where some jobs of thread a will be finished some jobs of thread b some jobs of thread c right so there will be a switching between these uh, execution of the threads so let us see one demonstration where multiple threads can be introduced so guys this way we have synchronization in a similar way we have something known as a thread pool right so thread pool will manage the pool of worker threads and contains a queue that keep the tasks waiting to get executed so there, there will be a queue now we will have a lot of tasks right for the application which we have to do and a pool can be maintained for these threads which will be executed automatically by this api called thread pool so explore this part so what are the various thread methods guys so in order to create the threads we got a thread object and then say start right so we can join the thread there is something known as a thread dot sleep there can even be an inter thread communication so guys we have wait and notify as methods and a thread can be marked as a daemon thread you just say set daemon as to what's a daemon thread it's gonna get executed along with the main right so when the jvm is gonna start the app it's gonna start the main as well as the daemon threads so this is what we got for the day so i hope you have enjoyed the session and thank you guys this is ishant once again on behalf of edureka bye bye guys take care